Hello, this is Brandy Henry, and you are listening to Engaging on Social Media with Brandy Henry. And thank you for being here. I am really enjoying my time with you each week. It's really an honor to have your attention for 30 minutes or so and to be able to offer some helpful advice. As usual, Bella is here in my office with me as I record. You can hear her squirming around and um, she usually makes it about 25, 30 minutes, which is a good reminder to keep my message on point. So um, as I said, you are listening to Engaging on Social Media. And what do I do? I help entrepreneurs engage on social media and bring their message out and get heard and do it as well as they possibly can. And that's important to me. That's what next week's episode is going to be about. Why, oh, why am I doing this? What is my why? And what motivates me? And why is this message important? So we'll talk about that in the next episode, which I believe will be episode 21. All right. Format of the show. I like to go over this every single week so that we know, or you know, what you're in for. Or maybe I'm just reminding myself. Hmm. Good question, isn't it? All right, so we go about 28 minutes. That has definitely um, been creeping up over time, and it is my goal to keep it under 30. And in that time, I do that introduction, which we have already heard. I like to catch you up a little bit on what's going on in my life, which we'll do next. And usually it's some odd thing I look back on and realize <laughs> makes me laugh. And we'll do a little bit of what we call call to actions. And that's like, hey, follow me here or there or sign up for this or that. Um, all podcasters usually will have a little bit of that in their podcast. And I am no exception. Then we will get into the meat of the show. And today's meat is what do you wish you could change about social media? I had some fantastic discussion this week on Facebook with uh, friends and followers and I really do appreciate everything everyone offered and their insights and perspectives. Very insightful for me, and it helps me put together my podcast at the end of the week. And I really appreciate the Facebook community for that. After we have the meat of the episode, we get into a little bit of a reminder of what the next episode will be. And I like to offer some tidbits and freebies, and I have those lined up for you today. We always, always end the show with a booster. I want you to come away from every episode feeling a bit better than maybe you did when you came into it. And I really want you to realize all of your potential, everything that you can achieve and do and stretch yourself into. It really is possible. And I want um, every episode to end that way. And that is what we've been doing. So goodness gracious, me and my so's. <laughs> I just caught myself. I need like some sort of clicker that reminds me that I'm doing that, but that would be annoying for you all. This week, I um, was hit with an interesting virus where my throat uh, got some blisters in the back, and that was pretty uncomfortable. You might be able to hear a little bit of that um, in my voice this week. I do have water nearby. I'm feeling uh, getting better and better. I am so impatient with the fatigue that comes from not feeling well, and I just want to work on things and do things and organize things and go meet with people and all of those, all of that, and um, it's always hard for me to slow down, but I did, and um, my sidebar this week is... I waited and waited and waited and waited. Many of you know who have been listening for a while for the next Jack Ryan season. 
And um, of course, I consumed it all in the last two days. And I enjoyed it. I don't think it was good as in season one. I'd love to hear your opinion if you also followed. This one felt a lot like um, maybe a show, a similar show maybe, um, that whose story arc you've seen before. I liked the first one. I thought it had the first season had more depth. Uh, this one was a little bit more action oriented, uh, a little more cops and robbers like, and it was still good. I enjoyed it. And uh, my 12 year old was into it. So of course I sat and watched it with him. And that, um, yeah. So there are other good shows out there. Many of you who do listen know that I do love a good, uh, a good Netflix or prime show and prime, uh, Jack Ryan was on prime. And, um, after 48 hours of it being now I'm done with it <laughs> and I enjoyed it. I'd love to hear your opinion. So if you are interested in following me on other platforms, what do I do on these other platforms? On Facebook, I like to have a discussion. I post questions and I really appreciate people's feedback. On Instagram, I try to keep to uplifting and positive, um, so just really encouraging other people. I'm building out LinkedIn and believe it or not, I just got a TikTok account, which cracks my kids up. I do want to get to know what that platform is all about, just to watch it come into existence. All of these things, all of these different platforms, and I want you to do this as well. I am always Brandy W. Henry, and I want you to do that on all of your platforms. Go out, buy your domain name as your name, and keep it consistent. You should have the same name on every platform the same searchable um, tagline or business name with your name. That's really important. You want to be consistent. You want to have that same profile picture across all platforms. If you are building out a business or a platform for a book that's coming out or anything, really, you just want to be found, you know, want to keep it consistent. All right, on to the meat with the show. Oh my gosh, what a great discussion it was this week on Facebook. I was curious what people were thinking about with social media and life in general, things that come with instructions, things that don't come with instructions. And I asked on Thursday, yes, it was Thursday, what do you wish you could change about social media? We had a great discussion. Mostly, these were the hot topics, far and above politics. A lot of people wish they could change politics and not all in the same way. Everybody had different perspectives. Not, I, I would say it broke out into three or four different perspectives on that one. Um, censor, censorship was another one. And that went both ways. It was kind of three ways on that one. Yeah, we'll talk about that. And there was another topic on um, what some people would call mean behavior and others would call overly sensitive behavior. So that kind of broke down into different personality types, I thought. And one of my favorite wishes was every time the algorithm changed, if we could get a notification about it. <laughs> As a um, person on social media, that one made me bust out laughing because I would love that too. And we don't. If the platforms want to change their algorithms, we get to kind of get a sense that something changed, dive in and figure it out if it did and what to do about it. They're really not concerned with informing all of us who would love to know, right? Um, and that's just how that is. So I did love that answer. 
what I really sensed was the biggest takeaway on what people wish they could change about social media really came a lot down to just the tone. Um, I think a lot of people would love to have good discussion about hot topics. And what is difficult for everybody is the tone with which I think those discussions end up going. And we can't control that. We can only control our own tone and our own reaction and our own ability to have a discussion. And there is a fantastic, we call it a meme or an image, you know, it goes around, you've probably seen it. The odds are um, zero that I am going to yell and scream and change your mind and zero that you're going to yell and scream and change my mind and a hundred percent that we're going to not get anywhere and probably break off the relationship. <laughs> um, and we laugh because it is true, right? And I think if we all really want a civil way or place or online kind of town square in which to have discussions, I think it has to start with us. What is our tone? What are we bringing? How are we responding? As you can tell, um, an, a W and an R too close together throw me off. Um, how are we, you know, bringing ourselves onto different platforms? Are we creating a space for which people can have a discussion? Or are we contributing to inflaming or um, angering or poking at to just get reaction. And I think if we could all step back and what if we decided to, you know, hold ourselves higher, are we holding ourselves to the same standard to which we wish we saw as changes? Are we behaving in a way on social media that we want others to behave in? Can we, as I've said earlier, be that change? And when we show up on social media, just like when we <laughs> show up at a large family reunion on Thanksgiving or a holiday that's stressful, the only thing we can really control is our own reaction, our own ability to either be helpful or not, either be part of what keeps things going or improving or together or neutral or the opposite of keeping things together and going. Um, and sometimes, yeah, you have to step away and there are situations in which someone can come at you and come at you and come at you and come at you. And, you know, you've got to decide what you're going to do about that. Overall though, I do wonder if we can all look at ourselves and say, Hey, what about the way I interact on social media can I control and can I change and can I have an influence on and possibly even help that to spread? You know, how am I conducting myself? When I come on my podcast, I'm generally speaking to business owners, people who are building platforms, people who are, who have a book or product or already out on the market or that it's coming. And I really want people to be intentional with how they are showing up because what you are showing people is what it's like to work with you, what it's like to interact with you, what your values are. And regardless of your political p 
position, if you're yelling and screaming about it, what others see is that you're a yeller and screamer. Now, if they agree with your political perspective, they're going to see that it could be that that's great because you're defending and standing up for what they already believe in. And that can be a great approach to building your niche or your following or the people for whom that you feel you can best serve. It's just a matter of being aware of that. It's a matter of being conscious. It's a matter of really thinking ahead about how you're coming across on social media. And if that's really what you want for yourself, whatever that is. And maybe some of you are thinking like, oh my gosh, we've been over this Brandy in the last episode or or so. I just want my followers and want you all to think ahead as we get into our next season of heavy politics. It's coming on. Um, to decide now, how are you going to approach this coming season? How are you going to behave? What standards are you going to hold for yourself? And how are you going to choose where your emphasis is? If you're there to build a platform on something that's really positive that you're working on, Bella says hi, then keep at it, you know, be the place where on people's feeds, on in their ears, or in their, if it's Instagram, in their in their visual content, you're that consistent, whatever that is, that consistent energy boost, or the consistent empathy, or the consistent go get it, and be that. And just really think ahead as we move forward into this next season of what it is that you are intending to bring across and what you're not. Remember, we might have to uh, have an episode where we go a little bit more into depth on that mission statement back in episode, I think that was seven or eight, and staying true to that. I also want to talk a little bit about when you do pose a question on Instagram, I'm sorry, on Facebook, Facebook's a great place for that. Um, We will have a talk about how to bring out essentially the same message in different ways on different platforms. That's important. On Facebook, questions. People want to have discussion. And if you want to have a discussion with your followers, if you want that, you've got to appreciate all the answers that you receive with at least a thanks if you want to keep this going. And I really do appreciate all the different answers. I have had one person I've had to go back and block who really was just trying to stir the pot several weeks ago with a discussion. Um, And, but for the most part, people are really appreciative of simply being heard. Um, Keep that in mind too, as you try or think or attempt or have any intention of wanting yourself to be heard is to first hear the other person. When we engage on social media, it is also permanent, right? If we're at um, an event or family gathering, uh, neighborhood potluck, networking group, odds are what is said there can be quickly forgotten. But what you post, what you um, put out you know, permanently can be out there forever. And it's just something to keep in mind. However you decide you feel about that is great. Just keep it in mind and be intentional with it. And I hope that you'll join next week's conversations because I have questions going for that too. 
And the other thing I wanted to talk about a little bit um, about the censorship censorship question was Facebook has set it up so that you have to apply to post anything political or of a highly sensitive nature. And it's not that hard. I did it. I will put um, out a link or in my next newsletter information on how to do that. And it's, gosh, what did I do? I filled it out on the on my Facebook page, somewhere deep in the <laughs> this expression, the bowels of the uh, options and settings. And then they send you a code. You put the code in. No, the code in came over in the mail. You put the code in and you can post a lot more than you can without it. Something to think about if it really is important to you that you not get your content removed, that you really truly do want to get a message out there, then you're going to have to jump through that hoop. Because remember, as much as we want to believe and want and get mad about free speech, which is important. Facebook is not the town square. It is not a publicly owned part of our constitutional rights. Facebook is a privately owned platform for making other people money. And it is not it gets, you know, to make its own rules. So the way to work with that is to work within those rules. If you've got to get that approval, do it and be open to all the different discussion that is going to be there. If you want to be heard, you've got to first hear what others have to say. That is my soapbox for the day. And when we move on, on social media, and we do think about our businesses, and we do think about who it is that we are trying to serve, I want you to remember some really basic rules. Respond to all comments. Make sure you're checking your messages on all platforms. I get um, back to people very quickly on certain platforms much faster than others. Facebook Messenger and I are still uh, working our relationship out. And... It is important if you're going to put an ad out in the world, if you're going to put anything out and a potential customer or people who are simply watching, if you're answering the questions as a potential customer who doesn't comment but sees that you're not responding, you know, you're letting people know what it's like to possibly work with you in your office. You need to respond to comments. You need to respond to direct messages. You need to respond you need to respond. And it matters. It matters how you come across in that way. So say thank you for those comments. Appreciate those answers. If you are big enough to where it really is taking too much time and you're better spent other word, other places, then hire somebody who can manage your voice and manage what it is that you are trying to stay true to. That would be a fabulous problem to have, wouldn't it? To be so busy with your business that you really do have to bring in somebody else to, to do all that discussion and commenting. What a fabulous problem. But for most of us, I think, who are listening to this, myself included, I'm managing all of those and I need to hold myself up to that. All right. So thank you for that. And um, I promise we are going to move on from thinking ahead to how we're behaving online 
and engaging as we get into 2020. Even Bella's sick of it. Okay. All right. Next episodes are going to be about why is engaging on social media so important to me? What is it that's motivating me? Bella, hush. Um, <laughs> she's guarding my recording time, I can tell. And what's driving me through all this? And we'll talk about that in episode 21. Tidbits and freebies. I really want to encourage all of you to consider being a guest on other podcasts. I am going to start recruiting for guests on my podcast, and I'm going to record a whole bunch of them during the month of December, especially during the week between uh, Christmas and New Year's. And a great place to go to for this is to go check out Spot a Guest. Spot a Guest. And all you do is you kind of sign up for their weekly emails. And then within those emails, you'll see podcast hosts who are looking for guests. If you are going to do this, you read through that and you see who, for whom you truly can be a good guest. And what is a good guest? Someone who can add value to that person's audience. So I'm going to say that again. Can you add value to the podcast host's audience? If you and your field and where you're coming from, you can find a way for that to be valuable. So take your expertise, think about the guests, sorry, think about the audience of that podcast host and how would you apply what you know to be helpful to them. That is how you help a podcast host and be a guest on their show. Take what you know, what you're an expert in, Think about their audience and how you would talk to that audience and then respond to the person soliciting for guests and make sure you explain to them how it is that you found them and what it is that you can do for their audience and treat it just like you would any other business interaction. You know, keep the dates. Remember to interact, um, respond to their messages. Remember to do what it is that they need from you and they will then be able to help you get your message out into the world because their audience may never have heard of you, may not have heard of you. And I'm really, really having so much fun with this. It's definitely added a lot of administration, keeping track of who is having, who does pre-interviews and who goes straight to just right then in their recording, who um, needs content for their uh, for their platforms, whether it's a headshot or a bio or links. And it does, it is interesting because not every podcast, podcast host is doing that exactly the same way. And you need to, you know, it's on you. You got to keep track of it. But the other thing I'm learning is as I go into my season of having guests and doing interviews, I know, I'm getting to know what it is to be a good interviewer, especially on the administrative side. What is what is it to be clear about what I need from the potential interviewee or the guest and by when and how to help them with reminders and how often to send the correct link? Because one thing I think podcast hosts forget are all the different ways that you can record a podcast. So some people use Skype, some are using Zoom, others are using uh, uh, Podcaster, Zoomcaster, I can't remember. Um, and there's more, right? 
And it's easy to blend all those in your head when you're scrambling 10 minutes before and being like, oh, what, what platform was it that they needed me to be on? And so I'm learning all these things and how I'll, um, you know, be a, a good host to my guests and make sure that they um, have a good experience with me, not just as an interviewee, but also as the prep, you know, the runway up to that. Uh, so spot a guest. I really encourage you to do that. And I also let you know that my first time being a guest, I completely bombed it. I'm sure the, the gentleman was like, we're just going to delete that, that nice lady, her first try. <laughs> um, it gets better and easier, just like all the other things that we do in life. I also wanted to give you the tidbit or the freebie of some recent episodes, some podcast episodes that I have heard about LinkedIn. And why is this on my radar? Because I am building out my LinkedIn platform. How am I doing that? I am taking all of the transcripts from my podcast episodes and turning those into blog posts and turning those into snippets. And I will then set that to um, post onto LinkedIn or I'll massage that content and build out an audience the way LinkedIn people like to consume content. And that is, is this helpful to me or not, lady? You know, that's really it. And that's what I intend to do. So I'm right now figuring out LinkedIn. And there were a couple of episodes recently that I listened to. And one is Mark Struinsky's podcast. Anyway, Mr. Productivity, M-I-S-T-E-R, his most recent podcast that came out this week, the week of Halloween, had a fantastic discussion on LinkedIn. Amy Porterfield also has a really good LinkedIn episode, and that's episode 268. And that came out in the summer of this year, 2019. Those are two really good episodes on understanding LinkedIn and how it's different and why that matters, because the platforms are different. You can have that same message. You can have that same content. Got to present it in the way that that audience digests it, the way that that culture, the people on that platform, how do they absorb it? You know, Instagram is very visual, Facebook, very discussion, LinkedIn, how is this going to help me? Uh, Busy people, they're trying to build up careers and you got to show them right away how this is helpful to them. So those are two really good episodes. And as I build out and get to know LinkedIn, I will share that with you as well. All right, on to the booster time is ticking. I got a minute and a half with you. It goes by so fast. You really can take some big leaps. And they're so messy. I know these leaps are so messy. I'm going back through all of my previous early podcasts as I go through the transcripts and I edit them into blogs and holy smokes, I might as well do a fine delete for all the you knows and all the so's. It... (laughs) I really thank you all for listening through those early episodes. I really do. And um, you, you can do it too. You can be messy in the beginning. Some people don't put those early ones out. And that is fair. But they did them. But they created them. But they did those drafts or the rough draft if it's a blog or the the book or it's all got to start off messy. It just does. And then we go back and we see what is going well and what needs to be improved and you improve those things or you seek out how to improve those things. I chose to put those out in the world because I want you to see how you too can arc yourself into getting better and better and better. 
But if you don't start somewhere, you've got nothing to start with. You've got nothing to improve upon. And that's really what matters. It's that, you know, crappy first draft of a book. It's got to be written and then going back and massage it. It's all in that editing, right? It's all in trying again. It's all in that the 10,000 hour rule, rule. Although now because of all the free information and help or paid courses and coaches, we can cut that 10,000 hour rule down. Uh, that's probably a debatable thing. Okay, I'll, I'll move on. But I want you to know, basically, you can get better, you can make a leap, you can do it messy. And, you know, start thinking about 2020. How will you stretch yourself? What is some way that you will play just a little bigger? And remember, it's okay that that's messy, because if we don't start somewhere, we can't get somewhere. And I'll be cheering for you. I really would love to know. Email me what you're thinking about for stretching yourself and playing a little bigger in 2020 at henry.brandy at gmail.com. H-E-N-R-Y dot B-R-A-N-D-Y at gmail.com. And that's it for the show. Oh my goodness. Okay. I'm getting the red sign from my recording now. I really appreciate having you. I got to let you go. And I will talk to you next week. Thank you all. Bye-bye.